Yeah, I don't care. It's up to you. Yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. So, okay, so today's da, first of all, is Zechanishmas Yaakov and Shakaf Avalevi, Sarah Lebeshem Utsviya, Chan Bepesa, Mishum, Abbebar Baruch, Shlomad Yehuda Kayan, Ramayshim, and Nachman Alevi. So, we're up to daf Tes Amid Beis. You know what? I'll go back a few lines just to um, just to get back into it. The Rebbe, Hai Beulas Baal, Mai Ovid Lai. There was Machlaikis Rebbe and Rabbi Yechanan. There's a Machlegas Rebbe and Rav Yechanan, what the source of uh, that B.S. Kedushin is a thing, either from Bulas Baal or Ubala. So the Gemara said, according to Rebbe, that learns that from Ubala, what does he do with Bulas Baal? Bulas Baal, my Ovidle. So he said, The way we explain it is that according to Rebbe, if someone lives with a woman in an unnatural way, the question is, does it make her no longer a basula? She's been with a man, but that part of the body is still intact. So Rebbe is saying like this, the Pasuk says, which means, that only the husband. So according to Rebbe, if a man lives with a woman in an unnatural way, she's still a basula, but if her husband lives with her, then she's a bula. Okay, that's Rebbe Shita. Fine. Here's the problem. That's not Rebbe Shita. The problem is, Rebbe doesn't solve this way. I mean, according to this, that would mean if you'd ask Rebbe, if someone lives with someone, are they still a basula? The answer is yes, unless it's the husband. But in general, yes. The problem is that's not Rebbe Shita. Rebbe Shita is as follows. You have a woman who's a naira hamerosa, which means that she had kedushin, but she's still a basula. If someone lives with her, they get skila, as opposed to every eshesish, which is chenek. Let's say you have a woman who's a Nara Merasa, and ten men live with her. She lives with ten men, one after the other, Shaloi Kedarka. So what's the punishment? So the first one's definitely Skila, because she was a Psula at the time. The question is, what about the second one? Meaning, does the first living Shaloi Kedarka make her no longer a Basula? So we just got finished saying that according to Rebbe, she's still a Basula. But what does Rebbe say over here? Rebbe Yomer, Harishin B'Skila V'Kul Mechanek. Rebbe says, only the first one gets Skila, the rest are Chanek. Which means because the last nine that lived with her, she was already no, no longer a basula. So wait a minute. You just got finished telling me that the, only the husband makes her no longer a basula, but she's still a basula if someone else lives with her. But over here, it says she's not a basula. So is she a basula when someone lives with her or not? By skilo, she's not. But you're telling me she is. That's what we got up to yesterday. So now let's start the answer. The answer is, Amrav Zera, Moide Rebbe Le'inyin Knas. The answer is, it depends for what purpose. If it's referring to the death penalty, when it comes to the death penalty of a married woman, she's not a basula. Any man that lives with her makes her a bu'ula. She's not a basula anymore. Ah, you, I thought Rebbe holds that she's still a basula unless it's the husband. That's for knas. The halacha is that if a man rapes a single girl, he has to pay a knas. The halacha is that if someone lives with a girl in an unnatural way, she's still a basula. And you still have to pay a knas. Meaning... For Knas purposes, she's a basula. For Misa purposes, she's not. Okay. Huh? What does that mean? Meaning, if you live with someone, Shalai Kedarka, is she a basula or not? So the answer is, it depends for what, for what situation. What do you mean? No, no, no. The case of Knas is when she's single. By a single girl that is Knas, there's no death penalty. By a married woman, there's death penalty. So for the death penalty of a married woman, she's a baula. For every other purpose, she's a basula. For like, if she was single and you raped her, that would be that would be a basula. So, is she a basula or not? The answer is it depends. Generally, yes, but for Misa, no. The question is, why would Misa be different? 
Maishna Miktala, why is Misa different? Shani Hasam the Amar Krak, because the Pasuk says regarding Misa, Misa Ish Ashachav Ima Livado. This is an extra Pasuk. The Pasuk, after describing that she's innocent, which implies that he's guilty, the Pasuk says, You kill the one who lived with the married woman, Livado, meaning that if a, if a man rapes a married woman, he gets the death penalty, Livado. He's the only one who dies. That implies that there's a scenario where only one person gets a certain type of death penalty as opposed to everyone else, which is, if they live with their Shalikadarka, ten people live with their Shalikadarka, the first one gets Skila, Livado. The rest nine, Get so the point is, in general, she's a basula. But only regarding Misa does the Pasuk indicate that only the first one gets a certain type of Misa, only Levado, that there's a certain scenario where the death penalty is Levado. We don't hold like that. Like... I mean, you're talking about which death penalty she's going to get. Are you talking about whether she's a basula or not? Yeah. I, uh, I, I mean, again, it, it doesn't really matter. Are you talking about like what for the, for the for Ksuba purposes? I don't know. I don't know. Again, it doesn't really come up to us as much because it's like... Doesn't really matter whether she's a psula or not, because you know, no. you know. But uh, I'm not sure. So the Gemara says, "Verabanan." Um, according to the Rabbanon, who say that all ten get skila, what do they do with the word levado? Right, levado. Rebbe uses as the source that only he gets skila, as opposed to everyone else gets chenek. According to the Rabbanon, they all get skila. So what do they do with levado? They use it for the following brisa. I'll go with Rashi's chat. It's a tremendous chedish and it's a problematic Rashi because the Taisa is all along Arichas. But according to Rashi, you know what the Pasuk is? Let's say you have a, a, a woman who's under bat mitzvah who's married and a man lives with her. So what would you say? Kill the man, but don't kill her because she's under bat mitzvah. There's a svara of, uh, who's this? Um, Rav. Ravoshia. Ravoshia holds, you don't kill either. You only kill when they're both Chayev Misa. But over here, the girl is under Bar Mitzvah, you're not going to kill her. So you're not going to kill the... Not right, but it's an adultery. So meaning, if you have a girl... Um, you have a girl who's married, under Bar Mitzvah and married. So, and, and, uh, and a man lives with her. So you, I would say, kill the man, but don't kill the woman, because she's under Bar Mitzvah. Ravashi Yashita is, no, you only kill one if you can kill both. You can't kill both, you don't kill one. Taisa has a problem, we're going to see in a few lines, this doesn't seem to be indicated from the Gemara. Okay, fine. The Gemara says, Ravashi feels, if one of them is under Bar Mitzvah, they both don't get the death penalty. Ravashi said no, says no. Rav Yannison says, that's what the Pasuk Livado, that there's a scenario where you're just killing one and not the other. So this is a scenario where you kill the man and not the woman. So that's what he uses the word Livado. Rav Yochanan, hai svaraminale. Go back to over here. We, we had, according to... Rav Yochanan and Rebbe are arguing what's the source of B.S. Kedushin. Rav Yochanan said, Bulas Baal. Rebbe said it's from Ubala. We asked, according to Rebbe, what does he do with Bulas Baal? So he said that he uses Bulas Baal to tell you that only the husband makes her a Bula and not everyone else. How, what is Rav Yechanan? How does Rav Yechanan know that? Because he uses Bulas Baal to tell you that there's B.S. Kedushin. So how does he know Rebbe Shita that only a husband makes her Bula? He says, the word Bulas tell you that there's B.S. Kedushin. But it didn't have to say Bulas Baal. It could have said Bulas Ish. Right? Bulas, Bulas Baal just means she lives with a man. 
It could have said Bulas Ish. Why did it say Baal? Baal Oisa Oisa Baula. Vein Achor Oisa Oisa Baula. Only the Baal makes her a Baula and not everyone else. So Rav Yechon learns it out. The extra word tells you B.S. Kedushin. The choice of word tells you Rebbe Shit. Okay, fine. Let's go weiter. Iboy Lo Avakasha. Tchilas B.S. Koina or Saif B.S. Koina. The question is, what makes Kinyin Kedushin? Is it the beginning of Bia, the beginning of Hara, which is the beginning of the Avarim touching each other, or only the end of the, of the insertion of the Avar? Which one makes Kedushin? What's the difference? What's the Nafkamina? You're talking about seconds. So the Gemara says, My Nafkamina. Nafkamina, Conceptually, if right after the beginning of Bia, she accepts Kedushin from someone else, such as then then the question is, is she already a married woman? Or is she only a married woman at the Saif Bia? Or, Lekayin Gadol, the Kekani Basula Bia. Interesting. Lekayin Gadol has to marry. Yeah? I can't imagine there's going to be a question on this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's up? I'm sorry. <laughs> what are we talking about when it goes inside or it goes completely inside? Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's the Shilas and the Rishan, I don't know. You're going to have to look into it. Yeah, uh, there's too many Shitas, so you're looking to be in. But looking to okay. be in in, your, in, a, in a good way. I don't know. It, it, there's okay. so many shitas, it's, you know. Uh, so anyway, so the Gemara says, so the, the shayla is like this. Again, it's a hara, tchilas bia, saif bia, there's different shaylas in the Rishonim, I'm sure our school talks about it. But, so the, the, the Gemara's kashi is, could a koyin gadol be Makadish his wife with bia? I'll tell you why. A koyin gadol has to marry a basula. So if, right, so if, Kedushin is accomplished in the beginning of Bia, so they're fine. The beginning of Bia, she's a basula, and by the t- then they're already married. But if Bia's Kedushin is accomplished by the end, by that time she's already a bula, so then he, he, he would be Mikadesh a bula. You understand? Meaning, could a Kayin Gadol be Mikadesh's wife with Bia? A Kayin Gadol has to marry a basula. So if the Kedushin is accomplished in the beginning of the Evarim touching, so then. That's when they're Mekudish, and they're married. So then they can live with each other, they can finish the Maisa. But if the Kedushin is taking effect by the end of Bia, by that time, she's already not longer a Basula. So he wouldn't be able to make Kaddish Bia. So the Gemara says, When people are Mekadish, they intend for the end of the Bia. The assumption is end Bia. Okay. Would not be able. To Makadish's wife to be. Probably shouldn't be doing it either. Iboilu, I have a kasha. Okay. Now, here's a kasha that's going to take us to the end of the daf. And that is we know that there's two stages to Kedushin, to marriage. There's Kedushin and Nisuin, right? Kedushin is the ring, Nisuin is the chuppah. The question is, right? Kedushin, Kesef is the first stage, then chuppah. Shtar is the first stage, then chuppah. The question is does Bia do everything? Right, Bia works for Kedushin, but does it also do Nesuin? Right, if you're Mekadosh a woman with Bia, do you need a Chuppah afterwards, or just, that's it? Like, the Bia accomplishes both. That's the Gemara's question, and it's going to carry us through the end of the Daf. So the question is, does Bia only do Kedushin, or Kedushin and Nesuin? In other words, is Bia a stronger Kenyan than Kesef, basically? So the Gemara says, Ibailu, Bia Nesuin Oisa, Eris Oisa? Does Bia do both Kedushin and Nesuin, or just Kedushin? So, what's the nafkamina? No, it, it definitely does kedushin. That's, not, that, that's the first mission. The question is: Does a kedushin and a sun? So, what's the nafkamina? Nafkamina is liyarsha 
Liyarsha, Litamala, Lahafrila Nidareha. Have a good day, buddy. The Kasha is, the Kasha is, the Nafka is as follows. Could you be Yarishar? Meaning, there are many things that a husband and wife have, there are certain rights the husband has only after Nisuan, not after Kedushan. Truma, well, Truma, well, Truma, we're going to get to. That's like a whole. I know, you're opening a whole can of worms. It's like basically the entire Ahmed Bey's about Truma, because Truma. Truma de Raisus Pashtus, you could do after Kedushin, but rabbinically you would have to wait for Nisuin. That's part of it. Do you need Nisuin? Do you need Chuppah? We'll get to that. But I'll tell you very, very simply um, uh, Yerusha, right? You're only Yerush your wife fully after Nisuin. So if you do BS Kedushin and then she dies before Chuppah, are you Yerush her? Uh, Latamala, if you're a Kayan, could you be contaminated to her? A Kayan only contaminates his wife after Nisuin, not after Kedushin. And Lahafar Nidareha, can he do Afaris Nidarim or does he have to do join Afaris Nidarim with the dad? Right? Can he do Afaris Nidarim? You only do Afaris Nidarim exclusively by the husband after Nisuin. Same, same Kasha. If you say that Bia does both Kedushin and Nisuin, then then he'll have all these rights. But if you say that it's just like Kesef, then she's like any other Kesef Kedushin, which she is not fully married. So that's the question. Does Bia also do Nisuin? So, Amr we're going to try to bring two proofs. The first proof is going to be from the fact that the Brisa describes Kesef Shtar and Bia, and then the end of the Brisa says, and if you do the Chuppah, which implies you have to do a Chuppah. That, that's like, you know, basically. Let's go through the flow. Tashima. Ha'av Zakai Bibitai. The father's rights for his daughter is Bikudusheha, right? He could be marry his daughter off, Bikesef Shtar Ubiya. Kesef Shtar and Bia, notice Bia, okay? Vizakai Bimitsiyasai. And after Kesef Shtar and Bia, because he is Zaycha her Mitsiyas, he still gets her lost objects. Mais Yadel, he still retains the rights to her earnings. Hafaris Nidareha, he still could be made for Nidareha. Mikabalas Gita, he could still receive her get. Rashi says, Mikabalas Gita, yeah, Mikabalas Gita, Imgirsha, Bailam, and Erison. Yeah, this is all after Kedushin. And the husband and the father does not uh, get rights to her fields. Uh, let's say she got a field from her mother's side, a Yerusha straight from the mother's side, he doesn't have the rights to eat her Paris. But Nisis, okay, so by the way, this is all kind of, I'll, I can tell you the proof right here. It said, Kesef Shtar and Bia, and then after Kesef Shtar and Bia, she's still just Kedushin. The husband, uh, the father still has rights to her lost objects, the father can still be made for Nidarel. So if you stop right here, it kind, it kind of sounds very stark that Asaf, a, a, Kesef, Shar, and Bia are the same, and that is it just makes Kedushin. Then the Brisa says, Imnisis, but if she goes to the Chuppah after Kesef, Shar, and Bia, then she's fully married, and the father is completely out. Yes, then the husband takes over all, all rights, and the husband could even eat the Paris of her fields that she brought into the marriage. What do you see from here? You see from the flow of the Brisa is that there's Kesef, Shtar, and Bia, and it makes Kedushin, and then the Brisa says, if she goes to the Chuppah, which implies there's a Chuppah after Kesef, Shtar, and Bia. So there's a Chuppah after Bia. So the Gemara says, Katani Bia, Katani Nisus. The answer is no. Katani Nisus, Ashar. The answer is no. You're reading the Brisa wrong. It means like this. After Kesef, Shtar, and Bia, she's a married woman. Bia has its own category. For Kesef and Shtar, you need a Chuppah. When it says Chuppah, you need, it, it means for two out of the three cases, there's Chuppah. For Bia, really, it's after, it's, it's, she's already fully married.
That's you have to say. It's a, it's a tarichik, but that's you have to say. Another uh, attempt at a proof very similar to what we just had, where it'll pick kasef shtar, it'll pick bia, and then it implies that there's nisuin after bia, and the gemara is going to finagle its way out. Amr of another proof. You have a girl the age of three. From the age of three, that's when uh, it's shaykh to have bia with a woman. From a biological perspective, that's considered a halachic bia. Again, obviously not uh, not something we would do, but but conceptually it's a halachic bia from the age of three. What does that mean? Miskadesh is bia. It's possible to have bia as kedushin after the age of three. Vimbala yavam kina. She could do yibam after that age. Chayva mishameshes is. She's a married woman at that age. If someone lives with her, they get the death penalty. Which, by the way, reference earlier in the daf, we had a shita of ravoshia is that you don't get the death penalty unless they're both bar mitzvah. So Taisa says you'll have to say according to Rashi this gemara is Rav Okay, fine. Metamis boila. If that girl from the age of three is a nida somehow, and you live with her, you're tamek. Or the next page. That you have the, all the stringencies of someone who lived with Anida, and that is that they have a, they're not just tummy themselves, but they're able to contaminate any clothes that they're wearing or anything they're laying on top of, certain chumras of uh, uh, someone who lives with Anida. And this is Lakayan. And this is Lakayan. Now, by the way, the way we're reading it, it sounds like she had Bias Kedushin. And then imnisis lekayin, and then if she does chupa, then echels b'truma she could eat truma. Which, by the way, pause. That implies that there's bia, and then there's nesuin afterwards. And the gemara is going to read it. No, it just means imnisis lekayin, meaning if the one that she had bia with was a kayin, then she eats truma. That's the way to get out. If any arayis lives with her, a father, God forbid, lives with her at the age of three, mum sanayada, they get the death penalty. But she obviously doesn't because she's under bat mitzvah. And if someone that's pasal kahuna lives with her, like a guy, pasal min kahuna, she's pasal kahuna. Okay, so what do you see though? You see that the Bryce is describing bia, and then it says nisis, which implies there's nisu and chupa on top of bia. Katani bia, katani nisis. So how do you explain that? So the answer is hachikamar. No, really, bia does nisu. And also, and this is what the Bryce means. Ihani nisu and dekayin in uchels betruma. It means if she was a kayin, if the, the beer that she had was to a kayin, then she eats truma. Okay. From here, now we're getting to the part that's a little more tricky. It's one flow. Basically, we're going to read it straight. We're trying to, again, prove whether beer makes kedushin and nesun or just kedushin. So is, in other words, is beer stronger than kesef? Yeah. So Tashima. Rav Yehuda ben Yerichan ben Bagbag sent a message to Rav Yehuda ben Beseira in Tzivin. Shamati, I heard about you, Rav Yehuda ben Beseira. Shata Oimer Erusabas Yisrael Echelus Betruma. I heard that you feel this is something Adam referenced before, and that is if a woman marries a kayan, kedushin and nesu, and she gets to eat truma. The question is, what is her status after just kedushin? So there's a couple options. There's, she still can't eat truma biblically. There's, she could eat truma biblically, but not rabbinically. And then there's, she could eat truma fully. Now, we've been doing shas enough. The most common shita is that she's biblically able to eat truma, but not rabbinically. There's two reasons why rabbinically we would forbid her. Meaning, biblically, after Kedushin, you're already married. And biblically, you could eat, you could eat truma. 
it's two reasons for the rabbinic prohibitions. Either I think one's ulans. I forgot the mibriyachanon. One is that we're afraid because she's still living at home. We're afraid that the husband is going to send her a care package of truma, and she's going to share it with her siblings. And you're going to have non-kehanim eating truma or simpoin. Simpoin means we're afraid that the kedushin will be annulled limafreya. Right? There's going to be some problem of the kedushin, and it'll be annulled limafreya. And it turns out that she ate um, truma retroactively, unlawfully. Those are the two reasons. But that's the Pasha's understanding that she's biblically allowed to eat truma, but not rabbinically. Now the Gemara wants to know that, as follows. This is the version of the Gemara that we're having until now. I heard that you feel that biblically she can eat truma. Meaning, Yechonim and Bagbag feels that biblically she cannot. He said, I heard you said midaraisa she can. So it's a machloikes, Yechonim and Bagbag and Ravidim and Maseira, whether she can midaraisa eat truma. What does Ravidim and Maseira respond? You don't agree with me that she can eat truma deraisa? Of course she can. I heard about you that you're a bucky in aspects of Torah. Lidrish be that you know about kavachaymers. How come you don't know kavachaymers? You know kabbalah, but you don't know kavachaymers. I have a kavachaymer to say that that uh, that uh, that an erisa can eat truma deraisa. What's the kavachaymer to prove that it's chayv deraisa? What's the kavachaymer? Let me explain it to you. If you have a shifcha kananis, which is a non-Jewish slave woman, what's the halacha? If a kayan buys a non-Jewish slave, she could eat truma. If he buys her. Let's say he has bia with her. To buy her, nothing. Because bia is not a form of an acquisition for a slave. So he says like this. For shifcha kananis, that the bia does not do anything to allow her to eat truma. But kisva machilasa betruma. But if you buy her with money, she can. So you see that kesef is stronger than bia. So zu, by a wife, shebiasa machilasa betruma, that the bia allows her to eat truma. Enoi din shekisva machilasa betruma. Kavachaymer that the kesef can eat, can eat truma. Meaning, the Bryce is basically the kavachaymer is as follows. If a woman, if a shivcha, bia doesn't do anything, but kesef does, by a wife, that bia allows you to eat truma, kavachaymer kesef, which means, what's the case? No, oh, in general, but not in this case, meaning kesef in general is stronger, but he's saying, I know for sure that if you have bia's kedushin, she could eat truma. I'm trying to prove kesef also. That means that bia is stronger than kesef. That means bia doesn't assume. If bia just does kedushin, then why is he confident? Right? He's saying like this. I'm confident. The one thing I know is that if you do BS Kedushin with your wife, she could eat truma already. I'm trying to prove. Kavachaymer, she should be able to do it if you just had Kesef. Now, if Kesef and B are both just making Kedushin, why, why do you know one over the other? You understand what I'm saying? Again, the Kavachaymer is as follows. The Kavachaymer is, if by a slave... Bia doesn't do anything, but Kesef does, then by a wife that Bia allows her to eat truma, Kavachaymer Kesef does. That means that he knows for sure, Bia yes, Kesef no. If they both just do Kedushin, then why does he know one over the other? It must be, right? We're assuming, we're talking about the same scenario. We're talking about Bia's Kedushin, Kesef Kedushin. That's it, no chopa. Just Bia's Kedushin, Kesef Kedushin. He's saying, I'm confident Bia yes, Kesef, I, I want to learn out from a Kavachaymer. Why are you confident? If they're both identical, what do you count? The answer is Bia doesn't assume. That's the proof. The Gemara, let's just speak it out. He says, so that's, so Rav Yochanan, Rav Yudhim says, I have a Kavachaymer to say that she could eat Truma de Raisa. 
but practically she can't. Shari Amru Chachamim, because there's a rabbinic prohibition. That rabbinically you can't, but biblically I believe she can. And what's the what, what's the source? Kavuchaimer. If Bia allows her to eat truma, Kavuchaimer Kesef. Now wait a minute. Hey Chidami, what's the case that he's confident Bia yes, Kesef no? If the case is Bia and then Chopa and Kesef and Chopa, I mean they both have Chopa, then why? Of course she can eat truma biblically and rabbinically. Attempt number two. Maybe the case is like this. Again, he's confident that there's a scenario where Bia, uh, Bia after Bia you eat truma, but Kesef he's trying to prove Kesef not. Bia yes, Kesef no. What's the case? Maybe it's Bia with chuppah and Kesef without chuppah. That's not fair. You're going to compare Bia with chuppah to Kesef without chuppah? That's not a fair comparison. The Gemara says, Bia shloi de chuppah. That's not a fair comparison. Right, what's your point? If Bia can eat Truma after Chopa, then Kesef should surely do it without Chopa. What are you talking about? That has Chopa, this one doesn't. It must be they're the same. Bia without Bia's Kedushin alone, Kesef Kedushin alone. And what do you see? Bia yes, Kesef no. Now if Bia and Kesef are the same, both doing just Kedushin, then why are you confident one or the other? It must be Bia does Nesuin, Kesef does Kedushin. Bia is stronger. The Gemara says, So therefore it must be that Bia does Nesuin also. The Gemara says no. Really, Bia does Kedushin. What's the Kavachomer? The Kavachomer is as follows. If Bia with Chuppah allows you to eat Truma, then Kesef without Chuppah, Kavachomer. You'll say, well, why is that fair? This is two and that's one. The Gemara says, um, Really, no. We were trying to bring a proof because we were assuming it's talking about a case where it's Kesef Kedushin and Bia's Kedushin, both the same, and Bia yes, Kesef no. The answer is no, they're not the same. Really, Kesef and Bia are identical. They both just do Kedushin. What's the Kavachomer? The Kavachomer is, if Bia with Chuppah allows her to eat Truma, Kesef without Chuppah, Kavachomer. Now you're going to say, well, that's not fair. Bia with Chuppah is not the same as Kesef without. The answer is, there's still a Kavachomer. Kavachomer Mia is there's still a Kavachomer to compare to say that Kesef should allow you to eat Truma biblically, learned out from Bia with Chuppah. How so? Kavachomer. Hachi Shalachle. This is the Kavachomer. Mashiv Chakananis. Shein Biasa Machilasa Betruma. Afilei de Chuppah. If a Shivcha Kananis, you have Bia with the Shivcha Kananis, does the latter eat Truma? No. Let's say you have a Chuppah and then you have Bia and then Chuppah. No. Because that's not a way to purchase her. I don't care how much chuppah and how much bia you do. It's not going. And yet, kesef alone does. That shows you that kesef is stronger than bia and a chuppah. So, by a woman, if bia and a chuppah makes her allows her to eat truma because she's a full fledged wife, kesef alone should definitely do it. So, therefore, we have no source that kesef is stronger. Could be uh, that bia is stronger than kesef. Could be bia and the chuppah, uh, kesef are the same. But we're talking about uh, the kavachaymer is talking about kesef with uh, bia with chuppah. So the gemara says. Again, I know it seems tricky. I, I, I was going over this a couple of times in my head, like during davening today. But re- review this. You watch it again. It, it'll, it, it comes together. Now, Avol Ma'eses, he said, I have a kavuchaymer to say that kesef alone should allow her to eat truma, 
Because again, it's learned out from an Ama Evriya, from, uh, from a Shivcha. If a Shivcha, Chopa and Bia don't do anything, but Kesef does, so Kesef should surely do something with a wife. But Ma'esa, what am I supposed to do? Now, the Gemara just wants to end off this discussion just as an aside. According to this entire flow, you have a machlaikis between Rav Yochanan ben Bagbag and Rav Yudah ben Beseira, whether a woman after Kedushin can biblically eat truma. Rav Yochanan ben Bagbag says yes, Rav Yudah ben Beseira says no. No, I'm sorry, Rav Yudah ben Beseira says yes, Yochanan ben Bagbag says no. Rav Yudah ben Beseira says yes because he has a kavachomer. The kavachomer is that if kesef is enough to allow a, maidser, a slave, kavachomer it should be for a wife. Yochum ben Bagbag disagrees with that. He feels, no, even biblically she can't eat truma. Why? Why? What's the problem with the Kavachomer? Again, the Kavachomer is, if a slave can eat truma after Kesef, Kavachomer a wife. You know what the difference is? Very simple. The only way to purchase a slave is through money. There's no next step. There's no second step. A wife, how many stages are there? There's two. It's Kesef and Chopa. So you're going to say, well, if kesef is enough to allow a slave to eat truma, kavacham or wife? No, because kesef by a slave, that's all there is. You did 100%, right? If you think of like in a video game, like battery life, when you give kesef to a slave, that's 100. It's zero or 100. There's no middle. N- marriage has two stages. So you're going to say, well, if kesef is enough to allow a slave woman to eat truma, kavacham or wife? No, it's not the same at all. Because a wife, you're still only halfway there. That's that's why Ben Bagbag or Yochum Ben Bagbag doesn't like that uh, doesn't like that uh, svara. Uben Bagbag gabes shivcha kenanis l'shara bekinyan achashara bekinyan. Now, just to f- finish off again, I hope it wasn't too confusing. L- let me just explain. I'm sure one minute what we just said for like a daf. We're trying to figure out whether bia is stronger than kesef. Does it also do nesuin? And the proof was. You have this this machlokes between Yochanan and Bagbag, Rabbi Yehuda and The machlokes seemingly is: Does kedushin is kedushin is a, a wife after kedushin? Is she biblically allowed to eat truma? Rabbi Yehuda says yes. Yochanan and Bagbag says no. And in the flow of the discussion, they throw out the following statement: If after bia she could eat truma biblically, kavachoy merkesef. What does that show you? That shows you that bia is stronger than kesef. Kesef, we're not sure about. Bia, we yes, it must be Bia, doesn't assume. The, the Gemara rejects this entire thing. You, you've misunderstood this entire daf. This whole machloikas is not whether she could eat truma biblically. Right? We thought it's could a wife after Kedushin eat truma midderaisa. Everyone agrees with the Rabbana. No, the machloikas is deraisa. Yochan ben Bagbach says no, Rabbi the Mim says yes. And the machloikas is does Kesef, does it make it, make it deraisa? Bia, yes. Kesef, I need a kavachomer. That shows you that Bia is stronger. Answer, forget about this entire thing. Everyone agrees she could do it deraisa. Everyone agrees kedushin is enough to make a wife be able to eat truma. Kedushin alone. The machlekes is whether there's a rabbinic prohibition. Your whole source was that what? We're trying to figure out whether deraisa it's legit, and we're saying be a yes, kesef no. Oh, be a stronger. He says no. Everyone, this whole discussion is derabanan. Everyone agrees deraisa yes, because kedushin enough. Is to make a deraisa. So kesef yes, shtar yes, bia yes. There's no indication that bia is stronger. Kesef and bia are both yes deraisa. The shaila is whether kesef is enough derabonon. You see, when it's a shaila of deraisa, and you want to know is this legit deraisa, and we're saying bia yes, kesef no, then you can say okay, bia must be stronger. The answer is no, no. Everyone agrees deraisa. All of them are good. The shaila is whether there's a rabbinic prohibition. 
I'm not talking about a, I'm talking about a wife. I'm talking about a wife. The point is, everyone agrees that after Kedushin, a woman who's married to a Kayan can biblically eat truma. Both Kesav, Shtar, and Bia. There's no indication that Bia is stronger. The Machloikas between you, Echonim and Bagbag, and is whether there's a rabbinic prohibition. In which case, it's not related at all to our sugya. The Gemara says like this, Ravina Amar, you misunderstood. Midaraisa Mipsha Pshita Le'da'achla. Really, Midaraisa, all of these, Kesef, Shtar, and Bia are enough to allow you to eat true Midaraisa. Therefore, there's no indication that Bia is stronger. Midarabonan Hu The whole Shaila is whether there's a rabbinic prohibition. Whether a woman after Kedushin can rabbinically eat truma. And this was the discussion. Shamati, Alecha Yochan Ben Bagbag sent a letter to Yudim and Bissar, and he said, I heard, I heard that you allow them to eat truma even rabbinically. Why aren't you confirmed or worried about simpoin? One of the reasons why a woman after Kedushin cannot eat truma rabbinically is the following. She can eat truma. The problem is, what if they find out that the Kedushin was not done properly? And then it was Lima Freya retroactively revealed that she was never actually married, in which case, retroactively, she ate Truma inappropriately. So Yochan Ben Bagbag says, and you see, saying like this after Kedushin, you're saying it's biblically enough, and also rabbinically, you're allowing them to eat Truma. Why aren't you concerned about Simpon? To that, Rav Yudam Ben Messer responds. The case of Simpon would be that they found something wrong with the Kedushin. Correct. So if you're allowing someone after Kedushin. Yeah, but if it no retroactively, they found something. I don't know until until chuppah, until chuppah. There's a chance that the kedushin will have been uprooted lemafrei retroactively. So shaluch lay to that review. The members say responded. Vati American, you don't agree with me. Muxani bash out the baki bechadri tari religious bechavachomer at the day. What about the following kavachomer? Umashiv chakenani shei biyasa machilasa betruma kiss machilasa betruma loichashin lesimpoin zeshiv biyasa machilasa betruma. She didn't kiss machilasa lesimpoin. He says, you want to know where I got it from? Again, according to this version, everyone agrees that after Kedushin, it's deraisa. The Shaila is whether it's a rabbinic prohibition. To that, and the Gemara is more concerned about simpoin. Simpoin meaning that you're going to allow a woman to eat truma after deraisa Kedushin, and then something happens retroactively, it reveals that the Kedushin was bottle. Why aren't you concerned about that? Rebidim says, I'll tell you why. Every time you have a slave that's purchased, she could eat truma, yeah, with money. Why aren't you worried about Simpine? Why aren't you worried that the sale will be undone retroactively? We're not worried about that. So if I'm not worried about that here, I'm not worried about that there, I'm not worried about that here. Okay. So what's the response to that? The response of, of Yochanan and Bagbag is... To that, Rav Yudam and Messiah says like this. Two points. He says, biblically, everyone agrees you could eat truma after Kedushin, and therefore there's no indication that B is stronger. To that he said, what about rabbinically? So he said, I'm not worried about simpoin. I do have a prohibition of the rabbinics because of Ula, and that is, simpoin is not a concern, but I am concerned that if she lives at her home, that he's going to send the care package. But but he's not concerned about simpoin. He said the care package is Correct. So he says that concern is legit if she's still living at home. But I'm not worried about Simpine. What's my source that I'm not worried about Simpine? Because every time you buy a slave, aren't you worried that the sale will be undone retroactively? You see that we're not worried about Simpine. What's ben ba- Yochem Ben Bagar's response to that? He says, no, we are worried about Simpine. I, what about a slave? He says very simply, what would be the, what's Simpine again? It's that retroactively they found a mistake. And you're saying, buy a wife, I could legit find that out. 
You find out that the money was done, the money wasn't worth a pruta. You find out that there was a tenai by the Kedushan. I, I don't know. The Edom weren't good, whatever it is. He said, you see, where do we, we're not concerned about Simpine. Why aren't we concerned about Simpine? Every time you buy a slave, why aren't you worried about Simpine? Well, how can there be Simpine by a slave? Simpine means that we find out that the, the sale is null and void, retroactively. What could happen to a slave? You see, buy a wife, that could be an easy one. You find out that she, uh, she had, a, a, God forbid, a hysterectomy and, and she can't have children. A mekach tois. Kedushin's bottle. What type of mekach tois could you find out about a slave that would make it retroactively null and void? Mm-hmm. Well, here, okay, mum, perfect. Where is the mum? If the mum's on her face and her arms, you saw it and you're cool with it. If the mum's under her clothing, doesn't matter. By a wife, okay, that's, it affects maybe the ability to have relations, whatever. But she's a slave. She could cook and clean even if her leg has a scar on it. What's the difference? You'll say, you found out that she's a thief. A thief does not undo a slave's sale because most slaves were thieves. The only thing that could do it, and I'm just going to say it as I will say it inside, the only thing that could do it is if you find out that she's an armed thief. Armed thieves, there was a call. You'd find out about it when you were buying her. They would be telling about how the fact that she carries a gun and she will rob from you. So the Gemara says, Ben Bagbag simpon Bavadim Leslie. Ben Bagbag responds, there, there's no simpon by Avadim, and therefore it's not comparable. Why? What, what would be a simpon? Uh, Menasha mentioned the mum. Well, where is the mum? It's on the part of her body that's revealed. You clearly saw it and you're clearly cool with it. It's not going to be retroactively. If the mum is in a part of the body that's covered, what do you care what she looks like under her, under her uh, shirt? What's the difference? She's not your wife. She's working for you. It shouldn't bother you. Let's say you find out that she's a thief. Oh, I didn't. I would never have bought her a thief. Yeah, you would have. The answer is all, all slaves were thieves. That's not a mekachtois. You'll say, Oh, he's an armed thief. That, that, that could be a mekachtois. The answer is, Hanikola Islay. The answer is, if you're an armed thief, you know about it. Now, by the way, just to end off with this discussion, because I, I just want to get to the two dots. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they did had that. I don't think that was a legit concern of finding out that people were Jewish. I, like, I, don't, I don't think that that's, that's interesting. I, don't, I never heard of that. I don't know. Now, just the Gemara wants to know, just to end with this, just to end, I, I know it's getting late, I, I just want to end with this. Um, the flow, according to Ravina, is as follows. Everyone agrees that a woman after Kedushin, both Kesef, Shtar, and Bia, can eat Shuma de Raisa. Rabbi Yudam and Ben Bagbag are arguing whether she could eat Shuma de Rabbonon. Ben Bagbag says no because of Simpoin. Rabbi Yudam also says no because he's afraid of the care package. So it's kind of strange that they both agree that biblically yes, they both agree rabbinically no, but one says because of Simpoin, and one says, I'm not worried about Simpoin, I am worried about the care package thing of Ula. So it's like, what's the difference? The Gemara said, I was thinking about this, I didn't do this Gemara yet. I, I, got up to the two, I didn't get up to this, but as we're learning it, I was thinking, as I'm saying, I'm like, they both agree that it's a rabbinic problem. He just says, because at some point, we're afraid that the marriage will be null and void and retroactively in Truma. He's concerned that the pair, care package, because she's still living at home, what's the difference? Kibel Moser Vaholach. Kibel Moser Vaholach 
Rashi says, is kibol of three different cases. Kibol of The case is, uh, again, just to finish up, they both agree that there's a rabbinic prohibition of eating truma, either because of simpine, we're worried about mekachtais, or because of the care package. What's the difference? Three cases. Kibol. What if the guy says at the Kedushin, I accept you even if you have mumin? You can't have a retroactive... Uh, there's no simpine issue. The classic simpine problem is you find out that she has mumin. What if he says, I'm a kabble you with mumin? No, simpine doesn't exist. So simpine is no longer a problem, but care package still. Mosar, Or another one is, um, uh, she's... Yeah, the last, the last two cases is, uh, what if he already, uh, she accepts the condition, she's already traveling, she left her father's house, and they're already on the way. She's accepted the Kedushin as she's traveling. Therefore, there's no more concern the care package. She's no longer with her family anymore, but Simpon would be. In other words, she's not living at home. I will stop here. My pleasure. Cool.